two and one. Hello and welcome to Geek Space Nine, the Tuscan Media Network podcast where we discover and or rediscover the classic Star Trek series, Deep Space Nine. With me as always is Sarah Becker. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing well. I, 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 I want us to spoil this thing already. We're caught up on our backlog, so yeah. we're recording the same week that you're going to listen to this episode. I don't think that's happened since we started. Yeah, <laughs> this is the first. It's amazing. Uh, France just been won that the busy Cup. lately. <laughs> Four to two. What are some other recent events? Ant-Man the Lost, the second weekend. Skyscraper mm. just bombed. Mm. I mean, let's just get all of that right now. <laughs> wait, sky, wait, Skyscraper yeah. bombed? I called that. Yeah, bombed. Oh, yes. I, I, I'll, still, I'll still see it. Maybe, maybe on like a Tuesday, like, like a Tuesday morning. I go, I'll, I'll, I'll go see it in a couple, in a couple of days. What, Once a, you see... what a wonderful time to go see a movie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, this is air conditioner month right now. This is when you go see any garbage. Just oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll watch, AC I'll watch the rock punch a building. Just give me AC <laughs> The rock just punches the building. The building's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and with as well is Peter Dancy. How are you, Peter? I am good. Uh before before we started recording and then before you got on, um, Sarah and I were talking and we're like, yeah, we're just in a constant state of like of like low level exhaustion and it's like that's what i that's how i am this uh, this this weekend just from like from like the bit of hanging out with friends that i've done but also just like what is sleep that your body doesn't want to do that until it's too late mm-hmm. like not enough exhaustion to be debilitating oh just, no 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 oh god i have to get through this church service it <laughs> <laughs> was me this morning I am back in Houston now, and uh, celebrate me, Peter, and our mutual friend Bobby. All wanted to go get drinks, and uh, we all learned that we're adults who can't drink much <laughs> because we all had rough <laughs> days. And I just found out today just how exhausted I was. Uh, I am watching my brother's house, and <laughs> he has like a mailbox with a mail key, and I looked all around today trying to find this damn thing. And I realized in my hungover stupor, I threw the keys in the trash. So that's how oh exhausted oh, I was yeah. yesterday. I found them. It's all good. But uh, once I found them, I was like, yeah, all right. That's, that's how not together I was all day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like not doing that again. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then at the same time, my uh, my girlfriend is six years older than I am probably four inches shorter than me and i outweigh her by we'll call it 65 pounds and mm. she can just drink me under the table any day of the week <laughs> it's like how my God. she is a bartender i not... feel like you're supposed to be youngest to... <laughs> well i know but still it's still frustrating to, to like to see it and realize it. you're just like oh and then she's like well you don't have to keep up with me babe and i'm like i'm 27 i shouldn't have a problem keeping up <laughs> i'm still young uh, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alrighty, well this... like, okay katie it's 11 o'clock i've had three beers let's go home and go to bed no. <laughs> actual conversations that happen it's okay. Don't. I mean, I dated a British girl. And she told me that she drank an entire bottle of vodka, and I was like, "Jeez!" How? I, I have watched British Katie people, drink man. an entire bottle of Jameson before. It's frightening. Oh my wow. god! Are wow. they are they human? 
<laughs> no. They come from good stock. <laughs> good Clearly. All righty. This week we are talking about season seven, episode 17 and 18, as we are beginning our march to the finale with part one of eight. My God. Ah. Oh my God. Yes. Or is it 10? I thought it was 10 parts. Well, it's uh, it's, it's part one of eight, and then the finale is a two-parter. Oh, okay. Yes. No, yeah. That, that, okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's all it's just a lot of show so we got a lot to get yeah. through so let's start with the end game the beginning of the end penumbra which i think means beginning of the end actually uh, or something like that anyways uh we begin I'll with a very while you summarize please do we begin with a very banal and totally not ominous discussion with ben and Casty, where they discuss how ben has bought a huge tracts of land on bajor <laughs> and will all will be well with bunnies and rainbows However, the crew quickly learned that Worf is MIA after a Dominion attack destroyed the ship he was on, though he may have escaped. The Defiant searches for Worf in vain, but Dax, who has suddenly developed feelings for Worf, goes off on her own runabout to find him. Esri mimics the path an escape pod would take and does indeed discover Worf. At first, she almost sexually harasses him, but then decides better. The two begin arguing like... They're like a married couple, but are distracted by Jem'Hadar fighters who force them to crash land on a planet with no comm systems. Well, when you're stuck with someone you hate, what else is there to do but argue and screw? And the two decide, why not both? However, the next day they are taken prisoner by the Breen, the odd alien wrists who live eternally in their comfy little freezy suits. And they do not know why. On the Dominion side of things, Damar is none too happy with the war effort, spending all his nights and days, and really every moment possible, drinking. Meanwhile, the female changeling is in bad shape as the sickness worsens and the Vortar are no closer to a cure. Meanwhile, who should arrive to meet Damar but that wascally wabbit Dukat, who asks for Damar's help, and Damar is probably just drunk enough to go with it. With his help, Dukat gets plastic surgery to appeal like a Bajoran man, and Damar is like, whatever, just buy me a fifth of bourbon and get out. Meanwhile, on the station, Ben decides Cassidy is kind of the best, so he proposes to her and she says yes. The two begin planning a quiet, simple ceremony, but the Bajorans are going apeshit over the emissary getting married, and they realize their marriage may not just be a small, intimate affair. Suddenly, those darn meddling prophets appear and tell Ben that he must walk the path alone, meaning he will defy their wishes if he marries. Besides, can't you find, like, a nice doctor or a lawyer to marry? I mean, a cargo ship captain, really, Benjamin? What did you guys think of Penumbra? I've spent most of my emotions in this episode just hating on uh, Ezra and Worf doing it. Yeah. Do not yeah, it's going to be most of the next approve. three episodes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Did not enjoy that mm-hmm. at yeah. all. I mean, I guess we'll just say right now that we all watched six episodes. <laughs> We're kind of yeah. yeah, let's just get that out of the way. So. We're going to try our best to talk about the episodes as they are, but we can't deny what we know is going to come. But obviously this mm-hmm. episode, we did see them, in fact, do the dirty. And we're all in agreement. It was gross. <laughs> yeah. Not into it. Yeah. Nope. And yeah. you know what? There's that whole... I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do it. There's that whole taboo law where you're not supposed to get with your exes yeah. if you're a trill. They had a whole episode about it where Jadzia and Lenara couldn't be together and now Esri and Worf are getting together and why couldn't Lenara have just stuck around and they do that and so mad. Yeah, they really brush it off this episode. Um, yeah. I guess it's... Okay, it's like, oh, well, it's fine. 
I guess the difference with that one is that Lenara was around other Trill and other Trill people, and they're just on their own on the planet. And was also, in fact, another Trill herself. Right, right. Um, I do wonder if that's more of a thing. I always thought, in personally, I thought it was more the because they were both Trill who were in a Trill relationship before. But that was mm. more the taboo. That's and true. I, and I, I think they, they do talk about it a little bit later in the context of Esri and Worf. Or I, actually, I think they've, they've at least addressed it already earlier this season. Um, they address it this episode, know, I, I, I think, or the do. next they episode. Kinda... Okay, I can't remember. We, we watched so many, it's all blurring together. Literally. Yeah. Man. So forgive us for getting but, jumping around. Yes. But they, they do address it definitely in one of these two episodes, I know for sure. And that's why I'm not... And where it ends up is why I'm not as annoyed with this as possible, but it just kind of goes to the general problem of them not knowing what the hell to do with Eldry at yeah. all. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, God forbid a woman have different partners than the previous woman she was. Uh, right. Be interested yeah. in, right? It has to be Worf and Bashir and, like, the usual people. It can't be some mm-hmm. rando Vulcan or, God forbid, a woman or something like that. That, that's, that's, that's why the we should just more. have a series about the mirror universe where she's right. with Lita <laughs> like that, and okay, everyone's that, yeah, that was, happy. Everyone was like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. They, they want thinking, me to interrogate you and we're just like, uh-huh. Yeah, I was thinking more about that and I think that's they purposely made her a, yeah, like a good lesbian character and Lita as well because of that. I think they probably had blowback at the time for you know the only bisexual person being or queer woman being a Kira, and you know, obviously, then later that um, Jedzia that episode, but like, yeah, yeah, she was clearly a lesbian, which I thought was interesting, and she didn't like become straight when she changed sides. She's still very much a lesbian when she becomes good as well. You know what I mean? Hooray! That's, a, that's a very yeah. interesting. That, that was a good twist that I started thinking about. Like, yeah, makes it a little better. Um, anyways, I know that's an old episode, but I was thinking about it recently. I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. actually that's actually a good way of handling it. But yeah, that's part of my problem. It's just like, it's so clear they have no idea what to do with her. So they throw her all these fucking things. Like, oh, what about a family? What about this? It's like, they really wanted her to have a character before the end of the show, but they have one season to do it. And it just feels like they're just shotgun blasting it. It's like, what? She's investigating a murder. She's stealing their family. She's shacking yeah. up with old boyfriends. And it's just like, yeah, and oh. She, and and she, she, ha- she has like, she has like a, a, as an, as a whole new character, um, like even even more of a disadvantage than Worf did coming from um, the Next Generation to DS Nine, because at least because at least at least with Worf it's like okay and 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 and, and, o- and O'Brien too, but I'll, but 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 Worf specifically since he got here since he got here like a few seasons in, it's like it's like we've already experienced an entire series with him. We know who he is now. It's more of just seeing him adjust to. Like a different station with Ezri, it's like it's this completely different person. Who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but also the same person. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes along just in general with like the problem. With, like they just didn't make her different enough. You know, they just didn't kind of try. I mean, they tried first to make her like a little less uh, confident in everything, but like it just didn't really work. And plus, we're doing like nine other things in this. You know, it's the end of the show, wrapping up. Two wars, a religious and a political war, right. and you know the apocalypse is, might be coming. And like the last thing I care about during all of this is Worf and Ezri. So I'm very glad we get it out of the way eventually. But uh, yes. I didn't feel it even needed to get out of the way. That was my problem. Like with these episodes, mm-hmm. it's like it felt like they're like, yeah. oh, we got to wrap up this. I'm like, 
it's wrapped up. Jetsy had died. Right. That wrapped it up. Yeah. It was never unwrapped. It just... <laughs> like literally, like it, it, like they, it literally could have been a conversation. The two of them were just like, okay, we're not a thing. Fuck it, done. Bye. And even mm-hmm. if they still had sex, like in that episode, if they just did it in one episode, I think it would have been fine. But it's just like the bickering was constant. Oh my god, just shut the fuck up. I just mm-hmm. by episode three, I was like, ah, please be quiet. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 like it's like Ezri. You literally have like like a Jadzia's thoughts and memories. Can you like can you like take the part of Jadzia where she was like, yeah, I had sex with them. What about it? Yeah, totally, exactly. I don't. Know, yeah, I think it's the next episode where Dwarf season five comes back and we talk about that. Um, but what do you guys think of uh, um, Ducat? How, how grossed out were you about becoming a Bajoran? <laughs> I don't know if grossed out is the right feeling. Freaked um, yeah. Oh, I didn't like it. Horrified oh. is, yeah. is... Because, because of like the implications ah! of, like, of, like, of, what, of what he can do now that yeah. he looks like a Bajoran. Oh. I, yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't um, grossed out or anything. I was more of just scared because it's like, what is your goal here? What are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. Just hearing that Mark Alamino voice come from a Bajoran person just... Oh, it's just it, yeah. it was it's weird. It really freaks me out. It was, it's mm-hmm. really weird. It, and like it takes some getting used to, mm-hmm. yeah. And even Demar was just like, "What the fuck?" It was so funny how casual he was. I mean, he murdered his daughter, broke his brain, but I guess Ducat's way past that point. He's just completely on the cuckoo express, and yes, yeah, way past any sort of anger. He's just like, ah, "I serve it's demons like, now, wee, yay! <laughs> My life is awesome, way past cool, like." So I have conflicting feelings about Ducat in this next couple mm. episodes, uh, and mm-hmm. it starts here, which is I like the idea that there needs to be like one person who's pushing for the paw raise and is like their secret, you know, and it's their emissary basically. And mm-hmm. I do get why it's narratively interesting that Ducat becomes that, but to me, Ducat's story was done in season six when he was broken in the brain. That to me is when he was gone. You know, and I kind of feel mm-hmm. like as much as we don't need to add a new character in season seven, obviously, um, I think it would have been better if there was a separate character who was the Paw Wraith evil guy. I understand no one really fits that as well as Ducat, and it is narrative entry, but just to me, doesn't quite work with his character, and it feels like it's two different people now. Uh, and I'm not able to kind of see it as a whole, and I think. Maybe Ducat's story which would have been better if he just ended as a crazy person babbling to himself. Well, I can uh, I can see pros to both. I mean, as as you just said, it's like he's two different people now. Well, in a way, he was. You know, uh, the original Ducat um, broke his brain or had his brain broken, and now this is broke brain Ducat, <laughs> which is entirely different. This is your brain. Gold this is your brain. They take a they take an egg. This is your brain. Cracks the egg. And then just smashes the egg. This is your brain on paw rate. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Precisely. I, yeah. No. I, I, and perhaps he had to lose his mind before the paw race could take control. True. True. Yeah. True. I, 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 I. I. I see. I see. Um, I, I take I, that back because they controlled Jake for a little bit last season. And Keiko. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, oh yeah, it's... they did. But they weren't willing. They were more dispossessed. You know what I mean? Where Ducat feels right. like a, more like, of a like, willing participant. I don't feel like they're... Yeah. Hopefully, I hope they don't 
have him like have a power rate leave his body. He's like, what? Where have I been? Like, I, mm. I wanted to be no, a little yeah. more implicit. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I see. I see this. Uh, this Ducat as kind of an interesting way of it's like it's like okay his brain was broken at the end of the last season how what weird cuckoo steps is he taking to do what he thinks is rebuilding it like that's kind of how I see it um it like like you'll 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 watch you'll watch like different shows and different shows and movies where 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 the where the villain or the antagonist like it's like their end goal is kind of at least in some way noble and that and that they are trying to at least rebuild their life or they're trying to like strive for better for like a group of people but it's like their means to that end is what's really fucked up and stupid so i i think that's how i that that that's how that's how i look at ducat right now you know teaming up with the paul race and be and being their emissary it is his way his weird backwards way of trying to rebuild himself because with his broken brain he he feels that this is the best course of best course of action he 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 has found something that he thinks gives him purpose and he sees it as noble even though it's like it probably isn't at all those are all very good points um what do you guys think about the prophets uh, intervening usually they're so quiet but now they've made a firm stand with benjamin got full uh Moses not being able to enter the promised land to tell him he can't marry Cassidy. I mean... Oh yeah, I don't... Uh, I don't quite get why they've done that. Yeah, like... They keep they keep hinting at that... They keep saying that Ben is going to have to face a trial and that he can only face this trial alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so now he's probably going to have to choose between Cassidy and Bajor or something. I know, I know. He, That's I know my he is. worry is, yeah, that it's going to be like yeah, it and it'll, actually, quote, be harder if they're married because the prophets don't understand that they're in love regardless of whether they tie the knot. Exactly. I, I wonder if it's, like, yeah, a thing to have, they're saying because, like, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to do something really fucked up and awful and that he's going to, like, I think they're kind of implying in my worries the if Deep Space Nine wants to go this way and it certainly has gone sad before um, would be that he has to in some way lose Cassidy either physically or emotionally. And, you know, the more attached he is, the harder it's going to be that trial. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're... Um... So that's my guess is that they're actually trying to be more nice to him in a weird prophecy, can't explain their means way. Yeah. No, yeah, I, 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 I understand that. Yeah, because I... I um, there, there, was, there was this... Um, there, there, there was there was this, there was this movie that like the the, the, the sci-fi film that um that I think that uh um Vi, uh Viola Davis was was in was in a few, was in a few a few years back I I, for, I forget what I forget what it was called um it was it was like it was like this like weird virus that was, that was like that was like kind of sent through a portal like sent through a portal crash crash landed on Earth um and and she and she and she and a, she and a team of, of like doctors and scientists were, were, try, were trying to like we're trying to like fix the problem trying to like fix the problem and like and solve it and, and solve it but um but but um but she 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 was she received she received word that the, the people the people who wanted to like take it who wanted to take it and like and like attempt to weaponize it they they, they had they had her they had her family and it, and if she and if she destroyed like the last remnants of it then, then like then her then her family would be killed and so and it's like so to kind of go with what you're saying ben um i i kind of see it like that where like it, they he will have to be made to choose it's like do the war or cassidy 
or even Jake, honestly. Like, like we 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 all know how strong Jake, how strong Jake and Cisco's connection is. So I would, so I wouldn't be surprised if he has to choose between the war and Jake, and like, or like that would be fucked up. To, Real to, quick, to, while we're on the subject of Jake, could we talk about how much he's grown up? Literally, he's like taller than than Avery Brooks now, and. <laughs> You know, his voice has dropped. And just, <laughs> just, he's a man. He's a man. I know. It's adorable. Oh, Jake's all grown up. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 all it's always cool. It's always cool when 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 you when you like literally see someone grow up on screen. Like, like, we, like we've had it with Jake, and we had it with Jake in Deep Space Nine. We had we had it. Uh, we 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 had we had it with with. All of the actors and and and, actor, and actresses and in Harry in Harry in the Harry Potter film series, it's it's really cool when you get to like watch that growth mm-hmm. and and how they like really like become, like come to whenever they're on screen embody the character and and what they are. And now, of course, in in makeup and this usually happens. They they I think they aged him down just a little bit when they first cast him, mm-hmm. um, but in real life he was fifteen when the show started airing, mm. and uh, in this. This last season, he's twenty one. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Damn, dude. Well, oh, do you guys have anything else to say for uh, penumbra? Uh, well, real quick, I did look up what penumbra means. Mm. Go for it. In um in astronomy, it's um the partial or imperfect shadow outside the complete shadow of an opaque body as a planet. Where the oh, light from yes. the source of illumination is only partly cut off, but then, um, I remember not necessarily yes. to do with astronomy. It also means a shadowy, indefinite, or marginal area. Right. So, so instead area. of like, yes, exactly. Instead of like the oh, okay. shadow, it's like the shadow in between when the shadow is fading into light. Yeah. Yes. And that's oh, basically okay. the show. <laughs> the show could have been called okay, Star Trek. Okay. That that makes sense. That makes sense. That's very nice. You have. Oh, there's another. Um, Tyler coming up that I, I thought was really appropriate for the episode, but we will get there. Next up, we have Till Death Do Us Part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on Deep Space Nine, Kai Wynn meets with Ben to get in on all this hot wedding gossip when she is struck by the vision of the prophets, who tell her that the emissary has failed her, and she will be their new vessel, and she will be led by a guide who will come to her soon and will have wisdom of the land. Damar gives a hearty farewell to Dukat, who goes off to be the uber-dastardly man that he is born to be. He arranges for a meeting with Akai and pretends to be a Bajoran named Angel, a simple farmer. And hearing this, Kai is convinced he must be the man from her vision. And he mainly wines and dines, and in the second series of gross-ass sex scenes, I puke my guts out. <laughs> yeah, why are you doing this to me? Uh, Meanwhile, on the station, Ben is still dealing with the Prophet's warning, even bringing it up to Cassidy, and yes, a pretty bad fight ensues with her leaving her ring on the table. While Kira and the Faithful agree that Ben should pick Prophets over Yates, he is still unsure. Ben mulls it over and decides love conquers all and the wedding is back on, and pulled together quickly with a small group of close friends. As Ben is about to complete his vows, the prophet has appeared again, this time as the force of his real mom, Sarah. She reminds him he will soon go through a great trial, and that he must do it alone. But Ben says, you can't tell me what to do, mom, and marries Cassidy. And yeah, I guess we have to go back to it. Worf and Esri. Yeah. 
The two are stuck in a cell and don't seem to want to bang anymore, so that means all that's left is the fighting. War still thinks that one sexual encounter means you have to get married. Bro, most Christians aren't even that strict. And Ezri is like, whoa. This brings back our old enemy of the podcast, Season 5 Worf, who gets all jealous of Ezri's affections for Julian, especially after she calls out his name after a night of torture. I know this subplot is a night of torture. Eventually, they finally are taken away by the Breen to dun-dun-dun! Weeoon! Turns out the Breen want to join in this little war, which could very well turn the tide of battle. And let's hope it turns the tide of this plot being over. What did you guys think of Till Death Do Us Part? I wrote in all caps, knew it, but I don't remember what I was saying knew it about. Uh, the Breen? We didn't talk about Damar. There wasn't much, there wasn't much Damar in this episode, it's mostly Dukat. Damar shows up more in in the next episode, Mm. that's when he starts going through all of his I do have a note. My, my, My note right before knew it is Damar's gonna do something drastic eventually. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's, so. a, he's, at peak, he's at peak alcoholic this episode. He's at yes. peak just drunk and angry and mad at you and just not into any of it. I don't know. Maybe maybe my knew it was that uh, Kai, Wynn, and um, Ducat were going to hit it off. We're going to yeah. bang. I, yo, you, yeah. I think so because you texted us like, a thing I thought was going to happen, it happened. <laughs> yeah, and and, like, and then and then and then you and then she and she at least told I, I think she at least told me I don't I don't know if she put her in like the group message where she where she was like she was like well the actress who played her was like in her sixties so get it and I was like you know what yeah you're right actually yeah, yeah. Once, once again it's like I'm I'm you know as as squicky as that pairing is I am pleased that they're showing a woman over the age of 50 in a sexual relationship yeah with just two, two people, people who that are, age do still have sex right yeah. yeah two two people who are um yeah like i would say you know sort of late middle-aged i, I totally agree 100 i was gonna bring that up as well yay woke podcast um i agree it's it's very nice that it does show that and they're openly sexual but it's also like but then but yeah, but it's them. But the characters, and you're just like, no, but please stop. Yay, yay in principle, but also not them. <laughs> it's like uh, so old, older people can still be sexy and have and have and have sexual relations with each other. Do Cotton Kai win? That's not what I meant. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like if Professor Umbridge had a relationship. With oh him, like, oh no! And it was like, on the one hand, yes, but no. on the other hand, why her? Why? Oh, no, get out of my brain! I did not. <laughs> no. no one needed that image. <laughs> now you have it. Sleep well. No <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> anyway, never. But again. I am. Uh, I am enjoying this. This gaslighting of of Dukat. Of I just like him. Scheming with the prophets, like, all right, you tell her that like, this one thing, and then I'll come in and tell this thing, and like, we'll work together. And it's just like, he's such yeah. a slimy piece of shit. Uh, it's it's so the, great. it's very much the I love to hate him feeling. Yeah. Like, you know, of course, we want everything to go well for all the characters we like, but I also really like it when the evil ones do sneaky, evil, crafty things. Right. This is yes. like why. When uh, when Katie and I watch Game of Thrones, um, spoiler alert: Cersei's bad. That's not really a spoiler, but really? uh, it's gotten to the I point never where <laughs> it's just gotten to the point where we both feel really differently about it. She like actually hates Cersei, 
Like she's terrible. There's, there's I, I'm, I mean, you know, so sad. Which, like, I'm, I'm concerned when she comes on screen. It's like I am too, but I like that feeling. Yeah. I want to see what terrible thing she's gonna do next. Yes. It excites me. I mean, exactly. we, I mean, I mean, we did see what she did to her son, and it's just like, damn woman, you <laughs> really don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and exactly. And then that's uh, why the heels are very fun in, in, in wrestling. You have you have your heroes. You have your rocks. But you gotta have your Stone Cold Steve Austin's. You gotta have your Triple H's. You gotta have the jerks. Right, right, you know, right. <laughs> There's so much fun to watch. You're just like, you are a slimy bitch, aren't you? Okay. That's why the smartest thing they ever made going. was making the the head of WWE Vince McMahon a heel as well. So he would show up and be like, you're fired. <laughs> and everyone starts screaming. He's like, screw you. But everyone's like, no, fire someone else. This is fun. By the way, if anyone wants to join me, I was thinking last night, I was like, I should come up with like entrance music for all the main characters in Deep Space Nine. Oh my god. (laughs) What? (laughs) Because I would just love to hear like Jerry Lawler be like, that's Golden Cat's music. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. (laughs) That would be fun. Um, Yeah, I just really enjoyed Yeah, Ducat was definitely at at classic Ducat levels of treachery and manipulation. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Which is quite interesting. We get more interesting with with wind coming up, but uh, it was more just enjoying Ducat being like, ah. <laughs> I think we all figured that Ben would say, "Screw you, prophets." I'm staying with Cassidy. I think I just expected him to say no to that. Yeah. Yeah. Although my first note for this episode is Cassidy's gonna die, isn't she? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Signs <laughs> point to yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I'm not saying 100, percent but it doesn't look great. Yeah, nope. yeah. Th- this this is this is like this is like when you when you ask the eight ball, is Cassie gonna die? You flip it over, and it's like very likely. And you're just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about War for Nezri. Yeah, I think no. we covered most of it, but uh, boy, I did not enjoy season five. Worf coming back, getting all jealous and gross, and just. He's like once he had- again arguing with Jadzia because she's like, "Oh yeah, remember that translucent guy? Like, yeah, she she had sex with that guy." And he's like, "What? A, that was like seven years ago. B, she's dead. Like, no character growth. My God, man, how like that is epic level jealousy. I'm mad at you for sleeping with someone in your previous life before you met." <laughs> that is some real jealousy shit. Yeah, I'm mad. At, yep. I'm mad at you for sleeping with someone in your previous life, even though I'm now sleeping with you in your current life. So, mm-hmm. te- right. so technically, your previous. Right. So technically, so technically, your previous life should be jealous of your current life, and Jatsy should be like, "I'm taking control about taking control of this." Worf, what is wrong with you? Seriously, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, and again, like. like and in a different situation, I think it even they could have figured out a way for Ezri to have sex with Julian and have a relationship with him. That's fine with me. But like, just have them say it. Just have them say yeah, it. Yeah, have them say it. And then like, obviously, I hated that scene where she was like, "If it wasn't Worf, it would have been you." You know what I mean? Like, oh uh, god, that was awful. I, I hated about that, that so yeah. much. Ugh. And so now it's just it's always going to feel like it's a rewarding a guy for being a predatory creep. Being not yeah, it. you know what yep. I mean. Even though Ezri, I want to consider as a different person, I think it would be interesting for her to like go for Julian because she's different than Jadzia, you know. What yeah. I mean? And that could have yeah. been interesting. Where it could have been an interesting episode where it's like 
Julian's like, but Jedzia, I thought it was cold. She would be like, yes, she liked you as a friend, and you know, you always did this. But I do, or I am attracted to you. And she is not, and you know, things like that. That could be an interesting way you talk about the, the trailer different. But it's just like, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. Nineties television guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the Breen joining the war. The only thing is, I think we just needed more Breen in the show beforehand. They only showed up very rarely, so it wasn't yeah. like, yeah. whoa! You know, it wasn't like if the yeah. Romulans joined or something. It was just like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, the, I mean, we see yeah, more applications the, the, next episode, but yeah. Yeah, the Breen joining, like, kind of semi-suddenly is, like, out of left field. It's like, if they, if, like, like you said, Ben, if they had been around more, of, more often, like, even even just showing up for some odd reason, it would be like, it would be like, okay, I, I, I can see them coming into the fold for some reason. I can see this happening. Yeah. Was there anything else you guys had to say for this episode? I think uh, that pretty much covers it. Yeah, these are mostly setups for some, some big payoffs in the next couple episodes. Yes. So it's not too much here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just table setting. All but small. very exciting and intriguing oh my God. table oh, setting. Totally oh, definitely. Exciting. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, so let's work. We're going to take a week-long break, quote-unquote. <laughs> A.K.A. go record in five minutes. <laughs> so we, yes. we can't stop watching these episodes. They're too exciting. Too many cliffhangers. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that has been our episode. Next week, we will be discussing Season 7, Episode 19, and Episode 20, which are Strange Bedfellows and the Changing Face of Evil. As always, I want to thank my lovely co-hosts for joining me every week on this journey. Our theme song is by Captain Meatshield. You can check him out on Twitter at cptn underscore meatshield. Our awesome artwork is by Chiobo. We are part of the Tuscan Shed Media Network. You can see more of our shows at tuscanshed.com. If you like this show, like, subscribe, rate, and review it any way that you can. It helps new listeners discover our show. Until next time, this is Approved Geek Space 9 signing off. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.